Welcome to the PokerCast. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the episode's gonna start. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Morning Toy World, everyone. <laughs> Your source for redoing the intro. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium, adult-related, oriented toy talk. I am your host that's still chasing the ghost of his childhood, Logan. And joining me, as always, via satellite, is the Nom Supreme that stars in my dreams, Tony. Say hello to the people, Tony. Say hello. <laughs> hey, you, you beautiful non-floaty space people out there. Because that's what I am as the Nom Supreme, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, right? As this, I'm. This is me now. This is what I. This is what I do to you. I just assign just, nicknames. What, what can throw you off first this week? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pokecast. <laughs> oh, shit. Pokemon's good stuff. Um, I follow many Instagrams that contain wonderful photos of things they sell in Poke Centers in Japan, and that makes me really happy and sad because I want everything people post. Have you ever you seen that stuff? Oh, my God. All the time. Like, all, all, all the fucking I know, time. It's wonderful. And I know it's, like, even worse is when you see all this stuff throughout the year and you're like, oh man, I gotta start writing down a list of all this cool shit I want from the Pokemon Center. And then you have a friend that goes there. He's like, hey man, what do you want from the Poke Center? Sky's the limit. And you just, you freeze. You're like, um, do they have any shirts? Like, <laughs> You don't want to buy shirts from Japan. That's a lesson that I ha- I didn't have to, like, I didn't have to make my bed and sleep in it, but, like, I've just noticed... Every Japanese import website, the t-shirt sizes are like, did you want small or medium? Yeah. And there's <laughs> no other options. No, I... I <laughs> my, my friend, bless his heart, he brought me back a really fucking bomb-ass Gengar shirt. And it's, it, it's like something I would paint. Like, he's in a triangle. He's in all neon. He's got his, like, tongue sticking out and shit. There's, like, drippy, drippy words. And it's on a black shirt, which is amazing, but it's a, a Japanese size large, Japanese size adult large, mm-hmm. which is like a generous North American Youth medium. Medium here, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's got yeah. hard under tummy. It's <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's super short on me, so I have to like if I wear it, it has to be with like a hoodie and jacket combo. Because, like, the second I, like... Undertummy, undertummy's no good. No. <laughs> no, undertummy, undertummy's not fun times. That's, that's just, uh, uh, there's nary a day that goes by where I don't get really self-conscious about undertummy. Maybe I should just stop eating Man. candy. Or just stop eating. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just stop eating. Just, that's... <laughs> They've been telling me that my whole life. I just stop, and I can't <laughs> because the pizza, the pizza demon, the pizza monkey on my back needs his fucking rony bananas or whatever. <laughs> rony bananas. Uh. Oh shit. Uh. Yeah, no, there's just something about like the bad food, which is the best. Because I tried eating. 
like just just grilled asparagus the other night ago and i'm like oh man these these are not mozzarella sticks that i <laughs> don't lie to me yeah can we wrap these in can we wrap these in cheese and then deep fry them that would make things yeah. just <laughs> it would probably be a bit more bueno. it's one of those things where i'm like i know this is gonna make my pee smell weird too it's like it's just kind of tasting like it, like it. It's prepping me. It's prepping me for it, and I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to live that life. You know. So a healthy lifestyle is is a deep fryerless one, <laughs> and uh, apparently Tony and I have some qualms with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, like I get it. I get it. No one wants to lose a foot to the beatus. So. Yeah. So I got like a massive case of the the burps, right there. The weird hiccup burps. Sorry. Probably get cut out. It's okay with the power of edit. With the power of editing, we can get rid of just about anything. <laughs> sometimes I'm I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes Tony, I edit the podcast in a manner to make myself seem less like an idiot or less like an asshole sometimes. Like, I'll just clip off a sentence where I say, like, I go just slightly too far. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. I don't know if you've noticed, but, like, I have to go through our conversations with, like, a fine-tooth comb every time I edit, yeah. and sometimes I hear myself say something, and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a shitty person, and I'm gonna clip that out, and maybe the world's a better place because of it. Well, it's funny, I think there were a couple times where I was like, wasn't this... This 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 conversation didn't go this way in my head, did it? So I I'm not realizing you're cutting out parts. I just feel like I'm slowly losing my mind. Thanks, Logan. Let's. <laughs> yeah, you just think you've got like dementia, and I'm just like, ooh, thank God I'm not a complete asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like the chunks of my memory that are gone. I don't, I don't... Did I fabricate this entire conversation? <laughs> yeah, or like, there's been times where like um the mic quality will fuck up for some reason and like my audio turns into garbage and then I've had to clip out like there was one episode where I clipped out about five minutes of the podcast because my audio turned into to complete garbage and your audio was perfectly clean because we're recording on separate devices and uh and I just had to clip the whole thing out and it was a bummer because it was just like when well this whole podcast is just us going on weird tangents but it was like a really good one but like I was like oh it's unlistenable like fuck (laughs) yeah that's my biggest fear about doing the like well because you never know every every computer is different right and I'm sure like I've had times too where um even when I'm recording the other podcast and we're actually like in the same room as each other and uh, I think it was during our, our horror podcast Christmas special. There is about, yeah, like a three minute chunk that just got completely not picked up from the uh, the recording. And it was just gone. So it, it, it was a super dramatic cut. And we're all laughing about a reference that nobody got. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we can't even, <laughs> can't even, can't even save this anymore. This is terrible. <laughs> The joys of of living, loving, editing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's my new like live, love, laugh. It's like live, love, edit. Yeah. <laughs> Get that like tattooed in in cursive, with like an anchor, kind of on top. Be good. Be good. I would love to. That's <laughs> um. 
I would I would live love edit that. That'd be beautiful. Live love edit. Yeah. Um, we we started off <laughs> we started off talking a bit about Pokemon. Yeah. I have a question for you. Ooh. Do you have a favorite line or even specific Pokemon toy? I I do. <laughs> What? Like I was thinking about the vastness of all the different Pokemon figures and Pokemon toys that there are. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just wondering what your favorite is. Oh, okay. <laughs> this was like... See, more more gaps in my memory. I'm like, was this a thing we talked about? Am I, am I forget? Um, I'd have to say the, like... Uh, like, the nice old school Tomy... Uh, I think they were just okay. Tommy. Figures. Yeah, no, we did talk about that very, very early on in the podcast. We did talk about those, and I was just wondering if there was like a more current sort of yeah. Because I've seen, I've seen like there's some Figma stuff. There is the Nendroid stuff. Um, yeah. The um, the is it Figma or did Band Bandai? Do it, it? It's actually a SH SHF. Um, the, Are you serious? I'm pretty wow. sure. Wow. I'm pretty sure it's SHF. Uh, yeah, my phone's charged you need enough. To consult I can the Oracle. Consult the goggles. They show me the future. Yeah, because like there's there's some there's some uh, Japanese import ones that I saw kicking around, and they were pretty cool. But like for me, they had a lot of gapping and stuff, and they just sort of looked mm-hmm. cool, but also not smooth and maybe pokemon lend themselves better to being statues than they do actual posable figures so i was just kind of wondering what uh what your take on the whole the whole dealio was well well it's kind of this it's the same thing with like most of the toys that add articulation um like you're gonna get some major cuts like okay i think it might actually be d arts um there there was a while yeah okay that's what it is <laughs> okay, so uh, SHF and D Arts used to be two completely different lines, even though they were essentially the same thing. And all the Pokemon stuff was under the D Arts line before it got merged in to okay. SHF. So any further okay. Pokemon? So Figma's out the window. I was wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fig- Figma's wrong. But that's why I'm like, it wasn't completely SHF. It was something else. Um, they were like. Yeah, basically it was pretty much anything that was video game related uh, that Tamashii Nations produced. They put it under the D-Arts line for digital arts, whereas uh, SHF is uh, basically a superhero arts line. Um, So all the Digimon stuff, all the Pokemon stuff, all the Mega Man stuff initially was uh, D-Arts as well. Yeah! (laughs) But yeah, no, those ones are pretty cool. And they're, they're one of the things where it's like, there, there are major cuts in them, but I mean, the articulation totally makes up for it. Like, the uh, the Mewtwo on its own is is fantastic, and I mean, the Charizard's pretty cool, but I think that one suffers the most from uh, articulation cut joints. Um, yeah, it's. I remember its arms looking rather heinous. Yeah, they don't really give them. I'm looking at some closer pictures of them too. Yeah, he's got the pretty visible, like, ball joint type type guys. Uh, Venusaur hides it the best because he's just, like, a lump anyway. Um, he's a garlic toad? <laughs> he's just a big old fucking lazy-ass garlic toad. It's amazing. I love it. Um, terrible, terrible Pokemon. No. No, I can't say that. Um, 
feel terrible. I, I like poker shame. I like poker shame, and I feel awful whenever I do it. Uh, the OG starters are so classic and wonderful. Like, <laughs> like there's like I, I've started watching like seeing a bunch of fan art of uh, Pop Popplio or whatever the new the new one that I've I've taken the the charm to calling him Trash Seal or Trash Dolphin. Like the new water type starter. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people yeah. posting pictures where it's like, oh, they didn't like me at first either. And I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> Stop making me feel bad for not liking this Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you don't have to like him. I mean, it's all an aesthetics thing, right? Yeah. And also Pokemon's for little kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for little Little kids and college students. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I saw like a a, a a meme type photo with some stock image people on it, and it was just like um, target demographic, and it was like a picture of a, like a college age kid or like a twenty something year old. Yeah. Uh, target demographic for Call of Duty, and then it was actual demographic, and it was just this like little kid. Yeah. And then it was for Pokemon. It was just like target demographic. It was the little kid, and actual demographic was the, the older grown kids. up. And I was like, that's that's totally that. Yeah, no, that's that makes totally accurate. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, we were talking about like wanting Pokemon exclusive Pokemon Center stuff, and um, yeah, just just kind of like you see stuff on the Instagrams and you're like, oh, I want this. It's like, oh, there's going to be like a cosplay Pikachu and he's going to be wearing a Magikarp? That, that's fucking amazing. He's going to just skin yeah. this Magikarp and wear its its fishy pelt as a as a spirit hood. That's amazing. I want I want that. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you just say spirit hood? <laughs> I totally said spirit hood. <laughs> okay. Just, Pikachu's going to be I'm like in. a raver Sign girl. Me up. <laughs> wearing a dead Magikarp. Yep, totally. <laughs> it's electric type. <laughs> e starts yeah, next with to some, the letter E. Uh, a girl at a rave who's wearing a next to a girl at a rave who's wearing a headdress and being like culture shamed by everyone for disparaging people by ruining their ceremonial outfits i had i had a conversation with somebody about this and they were like that's how it should be and i'm like yes and no like (laughs) they shouldn't be made to feel bad for dressing up with a headdress on yes it's a little bit insensitive but also if we're gonna like where do you draw the line in the sand because like if you dress up as a doctor on halloween that's disparaging someone who has to go to medical school for like eight years yeah so like just it's one of those I think things. everybody should just let people be goofs. Everyone should just be a goof and have a great time doing it. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely along those lines too. Where it's like, eh, it's, it's, you're not like for me. The main thing is like you're not walking around in blackface. I mean, you could kind of say that like it's similar or something, but you're not like running around and. Like just being super, super offensive on purpose. You're not wearing like, like a headdress to like shame a culture, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, or disparage way. a culture. Yeah. Good thing we're being hosted on Tumblr. Um, <laughs> since we're talking about these things. <laughs> um, yeah. Good thing the 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 Poke cast is now about cultural issues. Yeah. <laughs> These are the toys that we say face. 
Um, but anyway, long story short and roundabout at the end of the, the day, I've got a friend who went to the Pokemon Center today and was like, hey, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Wh- whatever. Just, just get me. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. So he picked me up two packs of cards, which is pretty awesome. And by packs, I mean, like, the actual, nice. like, cartons of of booster packs. Oh, wow. So That's awesome. Yeah, there's the two the two sets that come with the cosplay Pikachus. Um, I think it's the where he's wearing okay. the, the dead Charizards, which is kind of cool. So that'll be that'll be fun. I'll I'll make sure to. You know they're probably just they're probably just cloth outfits. No. <laughs> <laughs> I right. I don't want to live in a world where they're just where they just uh, Kigurumis that he's wearing. No, if you have to fight a poke battle to like get across a bridge, you have to skin a fucking Pokemon if you're gonna wear it as a costume. Yeah, I guess so. That's play play by the nugget rule, nugget bridge rules, man. Play by the nugget yeah, bridge. Nugget bridge rules, rules are tough. Yeah, <laughs> so, Cerulean City hit some hard times, man. Break-ins in that one house is terrible. Yeah, break-ins, fucking bike shop, just giving out bikes. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a crazy time. It's a crazy time. Misty looking fucking good, son. Ooh wee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Yeah. Because like OG Sprite Actually. Misty, she was just like flip flops bikini and she's just like, I'ma fuck your shit up. And then the cartoon, it's like So Well, we all know how she looked in the cartoon. That's kind of the iconic Misty. And then for the remix, they're like, ah, oh, put her in a onesie and a in a robe or something and Get rid of that side point. And you're like, what, yeah. what? Who? Who is this? This isn't. This isn't Misty. That's. This, this isn't, isn't my Misty. Misty. Um, actually, hyper hypersexualization was something that I want to bring up later in the oh, podcast. Oh, so okay. we can we can revisit this. Um, in the news, Tony. Oh, in, in the, the news. news. Toy talk. In the news. Uh, toy talk. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> it was Pokey Talk. The first half of the podcast is uh, Pokecast. Nice. Um. No, we talked about toys in there. It's cool. Yeah. I thought Figma, Figma did cool shit, um, but they didn't. It turns out it was D-Arts. Um, that's kind of how yeah, Figma so is, though. Where it's like, oh, man, this Figma's amazing. Oh, it was actually a different line. Anyway, sorry, I keep cutting you off. Go. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, Hot Toys, our favorite, our friends over at Hot Toys, uh, not a sponsor, um, just did... Uh, they just announced uh, some one six stuff, which I'm sure you'll find exciting because okay. that's our scale. That's our scale. That, that everyone. is our scale. You know, you've been listening. We're twelve episodes in. What's our scale? Boom, one six. <laughs> um, they are doing Suicide Squad. Um, there's no photos, no strong information other than the list of characters, but I'm gonna run through it. We got Schoolgirl, we got Feet, um, they're doing Deadshot, they're doing Joker, they're doing Rick Flag, they're doing Captain Boomerang, everyone's least favorite, uh, El Diablo, Killer Croc, Enchantress, and you guessed it, last but not least, the wonderful Harley Quinn. So... The full line. Yay! Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, 
we haven't really talked on the podcast about our feelings about Suicide Squad, but I'm on board. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a great time. How do you how do you feel about it, Tony? Cool. Um, you are far more optimistic than I am, um, but that's totally cool too. I actually kind of want a DC movie to surprise me and make me enjoy it. Because um, I don't want to be one of those guys that just is always like, ah. It's harsh buzz already, but like every time I like that, the first trailer just really didn't put me in the mood for it. Like it was just like the entire thing was like fucking them explaining the plot of it already, and I'm like, well, okay. And then like they they brought out the second one, and they're like, um, make it make it make it funny. This is gonna be a funny movie, right? It, it, it's funny, ballroom blitz, yeah. Um. And then you're like, ah, no, no, okay. And then there's a third trailer where it was even more comedic. And I don't know. I, I can't. I think the thing is that really gets me is the Joker just looks exactly like the rapper Stitches. And unless <laughs> unless Jared Leto <laughs> sings Brick in Your Face, like I, I just I might be disappointed. Fair enough. Like he looks like he's gonna try to Fair sell you enough. cocaine through FedEx. It's funny that you brought up FedEx because there was that whole like publicity stunt stuff where he was like mailing people like real weird shit. Yeah. And I thought that was really dumb. <laughs> like I just I mean, I'm I'm really optimistic about the film, which is funny because um you're not, which is like kind of the opposite because I'm usually thinking things are going to suck and you're usually the optimistic one. It, it's funny cuz I that that's totally how this movie is. Everyone's like it's going to be rad and I'm like thumbs up for you. <laughs> I I just hope this this, uh, this is my new thing where I set my bar real low and mm-hmm. then I enjoy the fuck out of things when I go to see them because like um which it which I set my bar really low for Batman v Superman and I just it was just okay. Yeah. So I guess it hit it hit the mark. So my bar being set for Suicide Squad is I hope that the action sequences are good. Mm-hmm. I hope that Jared Leto is a decent Joker. And I hope I get to see Harley Quinn side boob because, again, with our hypersexualization, I've got a thing for the new iteration of Harley Quinn. I think her design just like hits all the right marks as far as like what I thought was like mega boner material when I was younger. Like she's the like she's the supervillain like suicide girl pinup weird babe. Like it's kind of wonderful. Yeah, actually, you know what? Putting the Suicide Girl Squad angle onto it, I can definitely see the um, costume choices now. Yeah, totally. That's cool, too, in its own respect. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I hope we get some good action. I hope we get some side boob. And I hope it's a fun time for not the whole family, because side boob isn't for kids. (laughs) Side boob's not for kids. Like, it's for you to discover as a child, I think, and then be like, what is this? Mm -hmm. What's this? Um, I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What (laughs) is side boob? (laughs) (laughs) La, 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 la. (laughs) 
just like tasteful side boob everywhere. Just, just Danny Elfman pounding on drums in the recording studio as we redo this track together. Like, yes, Danny. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would. I would. Oh, yes, please. That that would be my Christmas present. Danny Elfman, if, if you're listening. I would love to have you on the podcast. I am a huge fan, not specifically of your film score work, which is amazing, but uh, Oingo Boingo was one of the best things that ever happened to me, so mm-hmm. I just want to put that into the ether, and anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about should Google Oingo Boingo and just enjoy the wonderful ride through like weird 80s new wave and yeah, just have a fun time with it. Definitely, definitely. If, if you... Or even if just kind of like I even if you are like oh I like these weird movie scores from like early Tim Burton movies you listen to the fuck out of some Oingo Boingo yeah it's gonna blow your mind oh, oh uh, so Hot Toys hot they're toys. making the Suicide Squad lineup so which ones are you gonna be getting um, none of them I can't afford Hot Toys because I buy a three A <laughs> it's like I could buy two three A. Or half a hot toy. Hmm. <laughs> Decision. See, I, I, I would be interested if they do if they do a good job, which I'm sure they will, because Hot Toys always hits their mark. Mm-hmm. They always get their man. It's crazy. Um, but, like, I mean, Harlequin would be dope, but I don't want to like cross that line. You know, like I don't want to get into like the the like. Th- the like the hypersexualized 3D pornography, which is another thing I want to talk about, which is Tim Burton related as well. So this is all coming together in a beautiful nebulous pie of hyper. Oh, is Tim Burton releasing um, like an Oculus porn? Because oh god, or it's just like horrible malnourished skeleton women. I hope not. Jesus, <laughs> just like pop on the Oculus and start screaming for death. <laughs> um no no uh the harlequin would be rad um the joker would be cool because i do really genuinely like the new design of the joker i love that his teeth are all smashed out that's wonderful and gold put in that's tight um but like babely babely action figures and babely statues are something i i haven't really dabbled in Mm -hmm. because it's kind of a weird thing for me because these toys I appreciate their their sculpt and their build and their shape and their design and everything that is a toy yeah. but somewhere somewhere when the wires get crossed and something is a little bit too sexual for me I sort of shy away from it like there's some like wonderful sideshow statues that I've seen of mega babe stuffs like vampirellas and whatnot. I'm just like quoting what's at the toy shop yeah um, <laughs> But like, like, and and I can appreciate them. But like, I don't know if they serve a purpose to be on my shelf. Like, I don't know if the the hypersexual toy is something for me. And I know I'm talking about like a superhero or a supervillain character, and that shouldn't really be where my mind is going. But also, I'm deeply perverted. So, <laughs> no, I, I I totally feel that. Like, I've got lots of friends that have. <clears throat> quite a few of the the anime figures and like they're like mm. the amount of work that goes into them and like the sculpts and just the production of these figures is, is pretty fantastic but it's one of those things where it's like I've, you, I, you know one day Mima might come over and she'd be like ach was ist das 
we didn't lose the war for you to have this. It's like, whoa, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Those statues segue into another another news item that yeah. I wanted to talk about. You're familiar with Kota Bikia, Oh, I, I sure you? am. We just we just mentioned so, sexy like, anime girl statues. <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, likely those sexy anime girl statues were made by Kota Bikia. Probably. Because that's what they do. Um, so a while back they did the Jason Voorhees and the Freddy. Mm-hmm. So they turned them into ladies and made them sexy. Did you see these statues? I, I, I've actually seen them in person. I have got to... I don't know if handle's the right word, but I've got to see them in person. Yeah, did they come into the shop? Uh, yeah, they have. You're more versed than I am because I've only ever seen them in the uh, in the interwebs. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they gender swapped Freddy and Jason and turned them into bougie babe statues. Yeah, with their bagels hanging out. <laughs> their bagels. Um, and go to yeah with their bagels just hanging out, <laughs> begging for cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Spread that shit, mom. Uh, Spread it. Shit. <laughs> oh. Remember when I was saying sometimes I edit stuff out so I don't seem like an asshole? <laughs> um, so Kotobukiya is doing uh, a Tim Burton property and gender swapping a character. And wouldn't you love to see a sexy version of Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> I couldn't. I almost couldn't say it. <laughs> I almost couldn't get the words out. Oh man, this is like like Tim Burton boner hour right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the worst part is, is like the the design is it's again like they're so good at what they do, yeah. but I, like and like and at no point in my brain was I like you know what was sexy about Edward Scissorhands, Edward, <laughs> <laughs> but but they did it. They somehow took Johnny Depp, a very beautiful sensual man and turned him into a hyper eroticized Japanese jerk off statue <laughs> kind of did didn't they no, uh, yeah as long as they're not like you know ah uh, Edward Scissorhands now with cast off feature cause this, the second you find any statue that mentions the phrase cast off that means the clothing comes right off that's mm. like a, a, a style of yeah. statue they have um, yeah, so that's the that's the real three D porn. Eh? <laughs> that's that's the like no hiding what you're doing anymore. This is what's going no. down for real. No. Um, yeah, you've got you've got the like girlfriend pillow. Yeah, and <laughs> pretty much, yeah. which apparently are pretty good for your back. Like, um, they're very ergonomic. I'm trying to justify We're, them. I, <laughs> don't justify them they don't need they don't need saving tony okay <laughs> they're gross <laughs> it's like tony you and your your anime girl pillow i'm like yeah anime girl <laughs> pillow <laughs> just a yeah. gundam like a sexy gundam <laughs> <laughs> A Gundam with their bagels hanging out. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> fin fennels. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, those those statues are 
interesting because I think they're part of the artifacts line, and uh, those those are those are really well done. Um, there's not really any full like story. Like a lot of times when they do stuff like this, it's kind of like, ah, this is the story behind why this exists. It's just like we thought it was fucking cool to put a girl in in Freddy clothes, or just thought it was pretty cool to put Jason and and lady on a lady. So I, I think they're kind of doing it like this. It's just like statue cosplayers. Just gender. Yeah, just gender swapping characters. Yeah. And making them sexy. Well, there, there's a full full line of statues and kits by Bandai where it's just like girls wearing bits of Gundam armor essentially the same way. So. Yeah. And we're kind of doing the same thing with the alien hot, hot girl. So. Oh yeah, totally. Which we've talked about on the show, and it's horrifying in every way. It's it it is terrifying. I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying it exists. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so now that the dust is settled on that Kotobukiya statue, the good news is is Kotobukiya is also doing it to Chucky. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, now nah, f- fuck it. Uh, no. No, I no, I'm I'm putting no, I'm leaving. Um, oh uh, no, Tony! Tony just quit the podcast. Oh shit! He just bailed. He just took his headset off and ran away. I'm just by myself now. I think I heard a door slam. Oh, it's so lonely, Tony. It's so okay, lonely. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> Thanks for not quitting for real. <laughs> you gotta draw a fucking line in the sand somewhere, man. You got you some shit I cannot stand for. Yeah, it was the the haunted doll of a gangster who got killed, <laughs> of a tiny little boy doll that is now a, a hypersexualized girl doll. <laughs> Please tell me she's at least got dwarfism. Uh, I think the only thing they've shown... No, of course not, Tony. I think the only thing they've shown... Why the fuck uh, are we even like still doing this pre- podcast? <laughs> Can't get a sexy midget girl. I think they've just shown off like uh, preliminary like teaser drawings and stuff, not the actual statue. But who knows, maybe it's out there. And I'm kind of glad I didn't see it, because I don't need to see Chucky's upskirt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if we start naming the podcast episodes, this has to be Chucky's Upskirt. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, sorry. All right, I'm good. Yeah, I, I see. I knew about the Edward because there there is a picture of it in previews already. Did not know about Chucky. I I could not have braced myself for for Chucky being a thing. Or sorry, sexy Chucky. Crazy world we're living in. That's uh, why. Like, what what a time to be alive in the worst possible way. <laughs> I know we always talk about how good shit is, but that's 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 the pendulum swing in the other direction. <laughs> you, know? It is, you know, there's like going to be a good chunk of people listening to it, like, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
So my my yeah. sketchbook Fuck was you, full of gender swap sexy chuckies. Yeah. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. I think they're also doing whatever the name of the bride of Chucky is. I can't remember her name right oh. now. Oh, Trish? Trini? Trina? That sounds closer to it. Yeah. Something very trailer parky, because <laughs> that movie was very trailer parky, if I remember. It, it was. It really was. <laughs> It's been a long time. I don't know if I don't know if those films are films I'd revisit. They're they're okay, but they're not for me. The, the, like, the first one, the first one's definitely like a, a good one to revisit. But by Bride of Chucky, they realized just how campy they were, and they totally like flew with it. Um, Seed of Chucky was like it. It like, kind of goes into. It continues where Bride of Chucky left off, so you got you got to give it credit for that. So, were they good? <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's... It's funny, like... It's funny, though, like, most of those franchises, like, where they've had so many sequels, usually the first, like, three of them are great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it just goes too far. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the golden rule, like... Yeah, three, three to four. Three to four is kind of like your your golden age and then once you get past that that's when it starts to like get less cheesy funny campy and then into just like boredom territory so yeah horror horror movies are weird that way where it's like almost kind of like the crappier they get the better they are but that that's really mostly just for like that era of horror Yeah, the like seventies, eighties, nineties horror is like because the uh, Universal Studios and like Hammer horror stuff that was like it was like meant to be scary, scary. Whereas like the slasher stuff was like just just gore fest, which was amazing in its own own respective way. And then that just led into like the Eli Roth torture porn stuff. Um which try to like kind of get back to the whole like this is going to go under your skin this is something that could happen to you um so they started like avoiding the whole like monster type stuff rather than just like like here's the supernatural thing and then it's like here's a guy like a psychopath in a mask that's gonna fucking drill your kneecaps out and chop off your pinky toes and dump you into a vat full of needles because he wants to play a game so yeah, Saw Saw Three was crazy. Yeah. Was that two or three? That was I two. Remember. The house. Yeah, yeah. That was those. Oh, Saw. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the last one I saw in theaters because I'm like, oh, cool, and now they're up to like twenty, or they were up to twenty. That was an exaggeration. Oh. Don't worry, they, they weren't up to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what film gets? You know what film gets little to no. Uh, recognition and it's a marvel and a gem within the genre like i feel that the like late or sorry early 2000s was kind of a weird time for horror films but there's things like um i know what you did last summer and like final destination and there was like there was sort of a style to those horror films yeah of that era there's one that nobody really talks about and it's awesome and it's valentine not my bloody valentine just Val- oh, not my bloody Valentine. Just Valentine. Just Valentine. 
Ooh. Yeah. And it's wonderful. And I'm going to spoil some of it, because there's a wonderful, horrifying scene where this girl gets locked by the killer, and he's wearing a Cupid mask. He locks the girl into a hot tub mm-hmm. with a glass lid, and then she's, like, pounding at the glass trying to get air, and I think he's... I don't know if he starts off with it, but he gets to a point where he pulls out a power drill, and he starts drilling through, like, at her. Oh, And then she's, like, trying to get air through the holes that he's made while trying not to get stabbed in the face with a fucking drill. And then he just shrugs and gives up and just pitches it into the thing and electrocutes her. And I'm like, that is probably the most horrifying way to ever die. (laughs) Like, oh my god. But it's pretty decent from that era of film. Oh, cool. Okay. Because, yeah, I remember hearing about like all the different like Valentine-type movies and stuff, and I think that one actually did like escape my radar, which is kind of unfortunate, but I'm going to have to check that out, because that sounds freaking awesome. I-, I mean, I'm going back in my head like more than a decade to when I last watched it, but I remember it being kind of badass. Sweet. All right. It's on, it's on my list. I've got to do it. It's going to happen. They, did, they didn't make toys of that. No. <laughs> or did they? Is this going to be like... <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to tell you that Kota Bakia made a sexy, like, Cupid murderer. <laughs> sexy like, Cupid. Statue. <laughs> oh, man. Um, time... Horror movie toy line. <laughs> uh-huh. Did they did they at least make a movie um, master? Probably not, but let's uh, Oh no, they did a No, no nothing official. Uh there's a line of people that did like almost like reaction style toys. Um of my bloody Valentine. Uh, this is one of Harry Warden, which is oh, and then it goes right into sex toys. All right, that's like you can't like the first picture is the My Bloody Valentine. And you're like, oh, that's really rad. That's cool, and then it goes just right into like weird yeah. fucking sex toys. And you're like, all right, I'm out. That's the... yeah. Shouldn't have. Oh no! Uh, I think that My Bloody Valentine one that. You... Oh, what happened? Oh God! What the fuck? Oh, Tony, you're gonna puke. Close that window. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The internet's a terrifying place. (laughs) We're a toy podcast. Talk about more toys, Logan. (laughs) I can never unsee what Tony just showed me, and I'm never gonna speak what it was to anyone ever because it was horrifying. But we can move on from this and we can grow as strong individuals. And speaking of things that haunt people's dreams, uh, NECA is doing a one-to-one... <laughs> I'm just trying so hard to keep this on track. I'm sorry. And to not mention the elephant on Tony's phone. <laughs> that is horrifying. I'm sorry. NECA I fucked up. made a one-to-one scale. It's okay. It's Sometimes you forget how horrifying the internet truly is. But- um, NECA is making a one-to-one scale face hugger. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard about that, actually. Um, that That's, like, legitimately kind of amazing. I've, 
always kind of wanted one to just leave in the corner of a room, kind of like a like a spider. And um, like I know it's gonna be like a million dollars, well anywhere between a hundred dollars to a million dollars, but I kind of really want one. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like the detail's crazy. I even forgot that the inside of a face hugger looks like um, a bucket of oysters yeah. uh, with ten pocket pussies thrown into it. Oh yeah, um, no, it's 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 hyper again hyper sexualized. Um, yeah, it, it's supposed to look like a, a a a box of gooey bits. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, it looks kind of kind of awesome, and I, I assume they're giving its tail a bendy wire because you gotta. Like you got it. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, it looks um, pretty bendy wire, or even just like segments would be nice. Sorry. You okay? Yeah, yeah. So I just I keep like accidentally cutting you off like the entire show. I'm feeling like a big old dick right now. Oh, that's okay, man. I feel like this has been the Logan episode. I just been running my mouth. No, 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 no. But I mean, I only see one side. I only see one side of the audio, so I mean, it just looks like a lot of me. Oh. <laughs> No, it's all good. It's all good. Doing all right. Devil horns up. Did you pick up anything interesting in the last week, or have you been up to anything <laughs> cool that the people need to know about? I, I I have, and I've like I hit this moment earlier today where I was like, Jesus, what what have I what have I become? So I had to put down my giant growler of craft beer and just kind of reflect upon myself. Um, I feel like. Just a really weird, like, moment where I'm, like, I'm becoming, like, just the weirdest toy hipster that that there could be. <laughs> so there was... <laughs> there was this, this, um... There was a Transformers Appreciation Day at one of the local stores. And, um... It was cool because they actually opened up a vendor space only to artists. So, if you drew a bunch of pictures of, of a black arachnia, that's rad. You can sell your prints there. And I was like, I had prints left over from the 80s versus 90s show. And I was like, yeah, I should do that. And then I thought, like, well, if I'm get, so I registered and I got myself a full table. And I'm like, okay, I've got a full table for two prints. That's that's not going to work. So, I was like, what's, what's the best way to, like, min-max my output of of doing art so i decided to take up word wood burning and i really hope all of that (laughs) caught on the audio i just realized how low my okay i think i'm fine um so i said like i'm gonna do a bunch of wood burnings of like all the different transformers insignias or just like a, a good chunk of them right so i i pumped out 20 wood burnings in like two three days and they turned out pretty good they were they were good for like a a first attempt and i'm just like like carefully burning in in these these insignias and i'm using a blowtorch to kind of like toast the sides and everything i'm like yeah this this is kind of great so i'm trying to sell them at this show and i'm like yeah you could hang them up in your your wood cabin or on your transformers shelf with your giant growlers of beer. And I'm, like, wearing my fucking, like, red plaid shirt that day, too. Beard's growing <laughs> in, like, a little bit more than usual. I'm like, oh, fuck. What is, what is, what is this? So I come home today. There's, I sold a few, which is good. 
Um, pretty much made back what I put into it. Broke even. Not bad. But I still have, like, a few yeah, left. So I was like, I'm going to throw them on my Facebook. Made a joke about, you know, how I've, like, got these artisan-crafted <laughs> Transformers insignias done old-time style using just fire pens and and blow torches, just like how Grandma used to make them in Dickity 03. Um... <laughs> Pepperidge Farms remembers. Uh, <laughs> so then my landlord sends me a text and they're like, a package came for you. You should come pick it up. I'm like, oh, fucking sweet package. I'm waiting on some stuff. And my Shapeways order came in today. And I was super excited because I got 3D printed Bionicle masks from the comics. And. <laughs> <laughs> oh what i was like super niche designs yeah like ones that were basically drawn in from like fans and then they made up powers to go with them so in like one comic you see this area with all these masks that like never existed but they're like official masks and this, this guy's like i'm gonna make 3d printed versions of them and I was so excited, and I started making, like, little villager guys with the masks and everything. And I'm just, like, I was popping them together. That's awesome. And I'm like, what what the fuck am I? What am I doing? <laughs> You're a glorious, glorious bearded toy, man. I, <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> Why? I, yeah, it's, I hit, like, this weird, like, I had to stop for a bit. Like I said, I had to put down my giant growler of beer and take off my plaid shirt and just kind of, like, remove my, my huge framed glasses, rub my eyes a bit and be like, ooh, what, what happened here? (laughs) What happened to the good old days (laughs) where I would just buy my movie Transformers and, and like them that way? Um, carving insignias mm. into wood planks and buying 3D printed Legoman faces. It's a good life <laughs> that we chose to live. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm like, oh, this is, this is kind of cool, actually. <laughs> but it's very, like, if if you're, like... like I'm sure a lot of the, our listeners out there, all of you amazing listeners out there, I'm sure you have some particular like toy niche things what what makes you feel kind of like a toy hipster like i i remember at the victoria toy show i mentioned something about like hero factory to like a lego collector and he he like like visibly winced at it like is there something that you really like that is kind of very very niche even in your own toy communities we'd like to know Hit us on our Tumblr. What's the we... Yeah, hit us up on Tumblr. That would be fun. Um, Because, yeah, everybody has some weird relic that they just love. And it's kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you collect Dengars. Maybe. (laughs) If if that's the case. Oh, God, we're sorry. We... And who knows? Maybe you collect Kotobukiya, and maybe you also collect tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I had to slip it in there. We're getting near the near the end of the show. I had to get it in. You're right. I, I, I snuck in a secret tentacle at the beginning of the recording. We uh, we missed. We we can't really play that. Or we might play. Who knows? But really, this this tentacle is a good tentacle. <laughs> but aren't they all good tentacles? <laughs> yeah, there's there's no bad tentacles. <laughs> no. no. Said said whoever whoever hosts Zone Archive. <laughs> <laughs> Internet deep cuts right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. It's amazing. Yeah, um So that that was that was my thing. And I just I love how fucking weird they are. These are official designs that never got produced as things and bless you bless you crazy toy man for spending the time to make them available to people like me with too much time on their hands. Yeah. It's funny how you can find just about anything amazing that exists on the internet. Yeah. But but the worst part of it too is it's like there's only about four of them that are up on Shapeways and there's like a solid eight to ten designs available, and I'm just like, gonna, gonna make, gonna make more. Gonna make, I, gonna do more of these. <laughs> I, need, I need the, full, like the set. full set. I need the full set. I need it. I need, to, I need to spend the most on third party Lego stuff as as possible. You know what I stumbled upon on the internet today? Ooh. I found a dude who makes like artisan fucking ball in a cup games those those are really hot right now and i don't know why okay that's the thing it it, it is because i like i i stumbled upon it and then i was talking to my roommate and i was like you know what i'm really happy with the universe right now because there's a guy who makes these and i just sort of flashed my phone at him and it was just this really fancy ball in a cup game and i'm like that's like i mean i don't get it i don't think it's a fun game or an engaging time but i'm glad that it exists (laughs) i would rather play pokemon uh, (laughs) over over cup ball extravaganza but I, yeah, no, it's. For, so. I'd actually, you know, it's weird. As I think, I'd rather discover that the batteries are dead in my Pokemon cartridge than <laughs> than play ball cup game. And that's a horrible experience when you throw a cartridge in and start it, and it's like, huh, no save. Yeah, I seem to remember a Pokedex with one hundred and fifty in it, but. <laughs> oh, that happened. In my original silver game. Started up one day, hoping that my because I transferred all the ones from my. Uh, my red version over like my dream team yeah went over to gen 2 with me and then they were all just gone it's gone <laughs> those batteries are like 17 years old or whatever it is now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> 25 actually that's a weird thing too a bunch of my japanese cartridges the ones that are like legitimately 25 years old like the batteries still work fine in there it might be because they probably weren't played for a good 10 years but yeah, who knows good old like hitoshi is terrible bulbasaur is is safe in my my fat white hands 
<laughs> Hitoshi, if you're listening, <laughs> it'll cost you to get him back. <laughs> I need three shiny Xerneases. You can have your childhood back. Holding someone else's childhood hostage is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> fucking do it, Hitoshi. I'll run your game under a fucking magnet. Don't make me do this. Uh, I I wouldn't, Hitoshi. You're you're fine. All right, thanks for joining us, everyone, here on the podcast. This has been Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium toy fun times and getting off topic. Because that's what we do. We like to keep it rather nebulous here on Good Morning Toy World. Uh, was there anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony, before we uh, cry ourselves to sleep? Um, yeah, I just wanted to let Hitoshi know I'm not fucking around, man. I'm not. If you think I'm messing, I am not. <laughs> Three Xerneas for your Bulbasaur. I'll fucking do it and I will record every minute of it and I'll put it on YouTube for you to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. All right guys. Uh <laughs> and remember, mask. Oh shit, did I already do mask for Megaforce? I can't even I don't even know I anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've done I've done like 12 of these. I need to start keeping track. Anyways, and remember folks, Mask for Megaforce is a notoriously bad trade. Alright, have a nice night guys. See you later. <laughs> I I don't I don't know, I don't think you have. <laughs>